See what happens? They just pick on me, Charlotte. Pick on Mr. Heim, and we are now recording live here for the Principal's <laughs> Podcast. Uh, and we have our usual suspects of Mr. Bandera and Mr. Heim in the house. Good morning, everyone. Wonderful weather, everyone. And we have a very special guest, and we've been trying to get her on for weeks, uh, and she did uh, accept this invitation for today. We have Charlotte Johns, uh, who is on, and we're going to talk to her quite a bit today. This is the podcast, the four of us. Uh, so she's on a solo mission. So because we're using Google Meets, um, Charlotte, why don't you introduce yourself to all of our listeners, and then we'll begin some of our questions that we have for you. Sounds great. Um, hi, I'm Charlotte Johns, and I'm a freshman at Chardon High School. Excellent. Charlotte, you have... Uh, first of all, you have always been involved in speech debates um, and or this articulation of words. Yes. And earlier in the year within the pandemic, we were unable to uh, really procure any sort of uh, club or activities uh, that were directly affiliated to outside experiences. But with the work of your mom and working with me, we were able to allow uh, for you to participate in uh, these external speech and debate competitions that went throughout the year. So could you talk to us all about this since you're the only student that's been doing this and no one knows that you're really doing this besides your inner circles. Yeah. Tell everyone that's our listeners what it entails to be involved in, in your competitions and some of the activities you've been doing during these competitions because none of us have been there. Okay, so speech and debate is one of those activities that everyone always thinks they know exactly what it's about because they see the word debate and they assume it's just arguing. That is not what speech and debate is. Speech and debate is this perfect mix between acting and discussing and competing against other people in your grade level. So you would either do the events of speech or debate, which are two different little things. And it's a lot like any other sport where every single person on like a team uh, does a little different role. So there's a bunch of different events you can do, like a extemporaneous speaking and POI. There's a bunch of different things. The one that I chose to do is humorous interpretation, which means I take a piece of literature that someone else has written and I memorize it and throw in some voices and perform it to try to impress my judges. About how long of a uh, um, presentation you have to put on? Like how long, what, what do you, how much do you have to memorize? Um, it has to be over seven minutes and under 10 minutes, but you get wow. a 30 minute, a 30 second grace period. So if you go to like 30, uh, 10 minutes and 30 seconds, you're allowed to do that. Excellent. It's amazing. Uh, Charlotte, are you potentially considering some acting in the future or are you doing some work like that right now? Is that something of interest for you? Yes, I've always been a big fan of theater since I was very, very small. I love performing in shows and really anything about theater. I love it. It's great. So yeah, I'd love to do something like that in the future. So we're, we're intrigued. You are, um, you're put together very well. Your, your mind is very sharp. You have an extraordinary personality. You're, you're highly exuberant in, in your circles. Um, the teachers love your, your interpretation of any type of literature and or schoolwork because you're very serious on what you do. But tell us more about this humorous side. Tell us some of the things that you've taken from literature and then you put your spin on it. 
I'm not, we're not going to ask you to give us a, you know, uh, a display of this, but give us some examples of things that you were doing that all of us could have a better understanding of maybe okay. some of the voices you were using. So in my event, um, the speech I've been doing all year is a speech called I Had Trouble in Getting to Sala Salu by Dr. Seuss. And so, of course, that's one of those little zany pieces with all these fun characters and worlds. And so it's really fun to do things like maybe throw a higher voice in there or like an English accent, something funny to make that love like very specific difference in between all your little characters. Do you have a favorite character? Um, like, do you have a favorite, like Charlotte John's character that is your go-to because you know you can see in people's eyes that this is something that they're going to respond to. The one character that I really, really enjoy doing is the character with my Southern accent, which is just so fun to pull out. It's one of those accents that's like such a stereotype and it's really fun. <laughs> can you do a Doug Hyam impression? <laughs> Probably not. I couldn't do him justice. Oh, you're so sweet. See, I told you up front, Charlotte, they were going to throw you fastballs to try to pick on me. Thank you for helping me on that. Would you be able to do any sort of humorous interpretation of math? Because you know, we always we pl we plug on Haim always about math, and he says math is everywhere. And so we wanted to bring math into this speech and debate conversation. Um, well, I, you know, look, she's competed in 14 of the speech and debate tournaments this year. She's going to be competing against 61 other students in the in the preliminary rounds. Once again, we're using numbers. We're using math. Look how important that is, Charlotte. I mean, you couldn't yeah. survive this weekend without math. Yeah. They, they could just lettered them. <laughs> well, there's not 61 letters, so I don't know how, you know. <laughs> So, uh, Charlotte, you're a one-person show here at Charlotte High School. Yeah. Are there high schools around or middle schools? How low does it go? Are there schools that truly focus on this in their part of their curriculum? Yes. So, like, my mother is a teacher at Mentor High School, and so speech and debate is a really big deal there. There's a big team for middle school and high school, and they take a bus every week to the tournaments in normal years, obviously, because this year they're all online. And it's like this really big thing. And so when I started to express interest in things like public speaking and acting, um, I really wanted to start a little, a little one-person team up here. And so it was really fun that I got an opportunity to do that. That's, that's outstanding. Everything's been so much different this year um, with all the, you know, everything, everything being virtual to some extent. Um, have, you, have you been to a in-person tournament in the past or have you witnessed one? Or have you done, has it been all normal for you? Because you've never done an in-person one. Yes. So I've been doing speech and debate since sixth grade, but obviously that was under the jurisdiction of the middle school, which yeah. is why we had to ask for permission and get all that stuff for like a professional high school team. And so I have been to live tournaments from sixth grade through eighth grade. Can you talk about how they're a little different than the virtual ones? Oh, they're so different. When you go in person, it's like you're crowded around all these people and they post all your rounds and you're rushing off in your little heels and your suit. And it's so fun. And it's definitely a little bit sad this year that everything's totally online. So obviously it's just like a link you press and you go into your round. Um, so definitely not meeting as many people, not having as many conversations, but I'm so lucky I still get to do it. So. 
Charlotte, would you say it's like American Idol and how you sit in a room and everyone takes their turn and there's they come crashing through the doors excited or unfortunately <laughs> saddened by the results? Yeah, I mean, basically the same thing. See, there you go, guys. There you go. I think what he is saying is that Doug <laughs> Hyam, Mr. Hyam, would like to sing in front of all of us so that we can decide if he's going to get a golden ticket. Isn't what that what you heard? I heard that. I think that's what's coming through on my end. Uh -huh. The only golden ticket I'm getting is if I pay for it. So <laughs> that's not happening. Um, the question I had, uh, actually not really a question, is, is more of a statement, is that you, know, you do these unique things uh, for speech and debate. Yes. And there are, there's obviously curricular opportunities in our building that you experience in, in classes where you're able to present in front of your peers. Um, in previous non-pandemic years, we've had Model UN that has the opportunity to take an issue and then debate and then try to get a gavel at the end of that or awards. We also have Academic that does those similar things and they do so and prepare for in a class. Um, are those areas that you have interest in or do you like to be able to be the curator of your own interpretations where you don't have to choose, you know, Africa or water or be a model UN citizen? Do you like kind of the freedom to go your way or would you be have an interest in those two areas? I've definitely heard of those clubs before and I definitely have a bunch of friends who have been trying to convince me to do them since they heard I'm kind of a, a public speaking bug. But um, I really like figuring out my own way I'm going to say things and building my own interpretation through competing and such. So, yeah. It is our goal that when every student graduates, uh, they will know whether they want to enroll into a, a two or four year school, enlist in the armed forces or be employed, all the while being a young entrepreneur. You have your life kind of in front of you with many opportunities and you are young, but do you have future goals set forth for yourself that you're preparing for? Yes, definitely, I would say. I really want to do something that's gonna make a difference I don't want to just do something that kind of vanishes and falls beneath the layers. I think acting would be such a fun career, but obviously that's a pretty dicey one. Um, but I think something like a therapy degree or like talking to people uh, in like more of a career sense would be a fun job. Charlotte, who's funnier, you or your brother? <laughs> Probably my brother. <laughs> He is, he's a character, that is for sure. He has a personality, but you two have different personalities. Yes. Uh, for sure. Different. Like, I'm not saying that he's, that you're like Princess Leia and he's Chewbacca, you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he's, his personality is, is unique. Uh, and so is yours. And that's what I love about watching, you know, children. We, we all have children that their personalities can be so different, but so similar in, in many ways. Because you both can be extremely serious and attentive to details, but you both can be interpersonal with your circles and be yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I always think it's funny to see all the differences that people point out between Theo and I, because like we look very different and we act very different and we have like very different just like characteristics as we go through our day, but yeah, I think that's gotta love him. So, Sean, I know you're quick on your feet because obviously these speech and debate competitions, but 
Um, can you pivot for a second and talk to us about um, the CHS bands? Because I know um, there's you guys have been preparing for some upcoming concerts and things like that for the first time this year, which is exciting. Yes. And I know you're in the percussion section, correct? Yes. So um, can you give us kind of a little sneak peek at what's coming up in the band world? Yes. Yeah, so we have a concert on the 18th, which is obviously fast approaching. And we're going to be playing a bunch of pieces that were taken from movie scores. So let's see. We've got a Guardians of the Galaxy piece. We have one from La La Land, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. <clears throat> and then we're playing some stuff from Avengers. And yeah, it's a bunch of different movies. And I know the other band is doing that too. And it's going to be it's going to be a really fun concert. And you said that's on March 18th. Yes. And. Every Wednesday, we see you in, uh, you come to school early, and you're a part of like the Corona Coloring Club. Yeah. So that group is growing and growing and growing, it seems, week to week to week. And so um, it's very therapeutic for all of you, but it's also yeah. very useful for all of us because you're putting up signs all across the building that are very creative and very important. Yeah. Um, and it's between you and your your circle of friends. But we, we go down there and like, on Wednesday, I swear that YMCA was playing. You have different music styles coming out every week. Yes. It's like a little little party in the library. Yeah, Josie is very good at blasting some tunes down there to get us working. Have you tried to convince Josie to join you in this, uh, I would say, events and different things that you're doing with speech and debate? I have never brought it up to her, but I'm sure, like, if she showed any interest, I would, like snatch her up into it so quickly because I'm sure she would be fantastic at something like humor, which is the event I do because Josie is so great. She's just that kind of student who I think would be really, really good at this. Excellent. What's uh, what's coming up for you uh, here in the next few weeks within Speech and Debate? Are you transitioning from things? Where, where are you going? So the state tournament was last weekend. And so that basically wrapped up. But then the novice tournament is this weekend, and that is for first year competitors. So that's me because I'm a freshman. But then maybe there's like a sophomore who it's their first year. So I think there's maybe like 12 kids in my event. So it's definitely a smaller tournament, but it's going to be my last big tournament doing this speech. So that's great. And I, I, I know that, you know, if we continue doing our parts here, not only our school, community, state, country, um, and uh, the coronavirus starts to become leaning towards more of an endemic, uh, which will be always the goal. Hopefully that come towards the end of the school year, in the beginning of the next school year, we'll be able to have more of these experiences and we'll be able to showcase you in, in front of your peers presenting these great different yeah. interpretations that you have and the team can grow. And I, I guess this is kind of a marketing pitch uh, also for all of our, our students uh, that's, you know, if you're interested in this, certainly reach out to Charlotte and she could get you assigned to where to go next. Um, yeah. This I'm is a here. Just shoot me an email. I'm here. So this is the time of our podcast that we transition and we give gratitude. It's kind of how we close things out. And we are leaning in March and it's believe it or not, we're about 15 days away from the end of the quarter till we transition to the fourth quarter. Um, uh, just thinking about the people that have inspired you, have always been there for you. This is your time to shine, and all of us will include this. Uh, someone you want to give gratitude for, or give a shout out to for this week or just over the last several weeks. 
Oh, so many people. There's so many people who I could thank. But I would say probably the number one would have to be my parents and my family because they're so supportive of everything I do. I've never felt isolated or alone, even though I am the only person doing this event for my school. It, they're just so supportive and I could not thank them enough. Um, my friends are the same way, I would have to say. I've got a, a really big circle this year and I'm so grateful to have so many, so many smiling faces who are always happy to learn about my speeches and stuff. Mr. Bandera? Um, I'm gonna give kind of a little different one this week. Um, I know a lot of our current sophomores are um, currently in the process of applying for Auburn Career Center. Um, I think there was a list of about 40 or 50 students um, and they all have their Auburn interviews this week. Um, so I just want to give a shout out to them and wish them good luck um, as they're exploring one of those E's that um, kind of looking for that employment route or that enrollment um, route of one of our four E's. Um, so shout out to them and good luck on their interviews um, as they're starting those. I know I think some of them started um, earlier this week. So shout out to our sophomores who are applying to be Auburn students over the next uh, two years. Let's try them. A uh, little shout out to the department chairs. Uh, they are starting to meet with us, the three of us, to talk a little bit about next year. So they're doing a lot of work behind the scenes to make sure our schedule and the opportunities for our students are the best we can do here at Chardon High School. So a little bit of uh, shout out to the department chairs. I want to give a shout out specifically uh, to a, a student. Um, saw a really great leadership um, out of Angel Lujan this this week with uh, not only the things he does in the building uh, and works towards a goal, but he's such a great brother caring for his his uh, sister and his family. Uh, I want to specifically give it out to him because not oftentimes this, you know, you hear people go, hey, Angel Lujan, what a great, great, great guy in a large setting. But I think he earned it this week and it's just a part of his character. And that's one of the great things about our school is that we have so many unique groups of kids that do so many amazing things that not everyone knows, for example, all the great things that Charlotte's doing, unless you were talking to her inner circle and her, her close friends and her teachers, but the rest of our community to hear the great things. And there's so many other groups like our Auburn students that we've mentioned and what they're doing, along with the, the students that are doing the little things every day to emulate our core values. So Charlotte, great job today. You should come back again as a guest. Actually, we would actually recommend you being a host and we just sit and watch you host a podcast. Uh, and then you have interviews because you are very, very strong articulation of words. Um, make today beautiful, Charlotte, and everyone else out there, have a great day and go toppers. Bye, Charlotte. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Charlotte. Yep.